and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are with us and hope that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We continue our sermon series called Glimpses Today, where we find shadows of Jesus in the Old Testament. Our desire is that through this series, you would find great joy and renewed reason to meditate on the Old Testament as well as the New. We have Geshom Arul share God's word with us from Isaiah chapter 11 and impress on us what it looks like to live in the fear of God. This often misinterpreted idea leaves us worried rather than joyful and hopeful as God intended. We hope that as you listen in, you will have a new understanding of this old truth. Hi Church, it's such a joy and a privilege to be standing here to be bringing God's word to you today. Uh, We've started a new series called Glimpses and I believe as we come to the end of the year, as we head into Advent season and Christmas, our focus is to see uh, the reason as to why Jesus came and be reminded that we have hope that we will get to see him face to face one day. And as we started the series, we're focusing on the book of Isaiah and we're seeing glimpses of Jesus from the book of Isaiah. It's interesting, the more you start reading to the New Testament, you start seeing facets of Jesus in different places, in different ways, poetically written, some literally, some uh, talking of prophecies. And the whole thing when we see is that Jesus came for us. He came to redeem us. It always talks of a remnant that he's coming for. And if there's one thing that I want us to take out of this entire series is that we will choose to be part of that remnant. We will choose to be ones who believe in the name of Jesus. We will be ones who choose Jesus over everything and over everyone here on this earth so that we'll be able to hold on to the hope of eternity that he gives. And today, as uh, we dive into God's word, we're going to look at Isaiah chapter 11. And this is part three of Glimpses. And I've taken the passage from uh, Isaiah 11, 1 to 5. And uh, from 6 onwards, I would encourage you if you can go back home and read. But as we dwell on this, I would ask that the Holy Spirit will open our hearts. He will reveal himself to us because I believe he revealed himself distinctively to Isaiah. And what a joy would it be for us to have that same revelation so that when we live in that hope, we'll be assured that we'll get to see Jesus face to face. We'll be able to see him working in and through our lives, even in 2022, even in the month of November, as we've come to the last two months of this year, I believe that we'll be able to see Jesus working in and through us. And today's uh, verses I've taken from the message translation, and this is what it goes on to say. A green shoot will sprout from Jesse's stump. From his roots, a budding branch. The life-giving spirit of God will hover over him. The spirit that brings wisdom and understanding. The spirit that gives direction and builds strength. The spirit that instills the knowledge and fear of God. Fear of God will be all his joy and delight. He won't judge by appearances, won't decide on the basis of hearsay. He'll judge the needy by what is right, render decisions on earth's poor with justice. His words will bring everyone to an odd attention. A mere breath from his lips will topple the wicked. Each morning he'll pull on sturdy clothes and boots and build righteousness and faithfulness in the land. So we've been seeing Jesus um, as we saw Jesus the rock, we saw that Jesus uh, is with us, Emmanuel is with us. Today, I want us to look into the scriptures and see that we need to have the fear of God in us. Reading this passage, 
you know when we see what's been happening during the time of isaiah there was a rebellion there was people who weren't dependent on god they didn't want to hear they didn't want to you know know of a god who cannot be seen and they moved into idolatry we see the kings from far away who god had appointed moved far away from his presence and they rather sought alliance with the neighboring kings their trust was on you know safeguarding their throne they didn't trust the king of kings they didn't trust the god who actually put them on the throne and we eventually see that god tells that he's going to cut off he's going to cut them out and, and as we see the scriptures we see there's a stump right there where you know uh, it's been cut israel has been cut completely it's lying there bare and god prophesies there through isaiah and he says a green shoot will sprout from jesse's stump basically to say that from the lineage of david from jesse his father you're going to see someone come through that line and that was jesus and he came and it's interesting to see the way in which it's described it says a green shoot will sprout from jesse's stump oftentimes as i was reading a couple of articles regarding farming farmers usually when they want to revive a felled tree they actually go through uh, a waiting process they see where is the sprout going to come and oftentimes there'll be a lot of sprouts coming and if they're serious that they want this tree to be revived they'll make sure all the other sprouts are cut off and the one which actually is looking healthy will be kept and they make sure they safeguard that so that that becomes stronger and that will have life there are rather not many trees that can actually start sprouting there are only a handful as we see this i believe god's speaking this today to a lot of us who have stumps in our life stumps which we've which we've created by the choices that we've made stumps that have happened in our lives and we've just said you know what no longer i don't need god to speak into this area at all we've cut him out completely and god's saying i will be willing to revive and do something but when we look into the scriptures it's interesting that the spirit of god is mentioned clearly here and so today if we have to be recipients of god's blessing if we have to be recipients of what god has to do in and through us we need to acknowledge the spirit of god the spirit of god is beautifully doing something in and through our lives isaiah says here that the spirit of god will be upon jesus and we see clearly the minute when jesus was about to start his work when he got baptized the holy spirit came and rested upon him and from there on we see he walked in wisdom and understanding he walked in direction he wasn't aimless he never thought you know what i think i should know he was clear with regard to his mission and he also was uh, the spirit built strength within him to do all that it required jesus to do it also instilled knowledge and the fear of god and the more i thought about it as i was preparing jesus was 100% god and 100% man when he was 100% man he needed the spirit of god you and me are 100% human beings here on this earth we are living in a fallen world we need the spirit of god we need to desire the spirit of god we need to be desperate for the spirit of god just imagine the same spirit of god which gave wisdom and understanding which gave direction and strength the same spirit of god which gave knowledge and brought about a fear of god will be willing to do the same thing in and through our lives so today i want to ask you church do we lack wisdom do we lack understanding i think we need to allow the holy spirit to hover around us do we lack direction today do we not 
have the strength to do what he's calling us to do do we feel weak do we feel unqualified do we feel giving reason after reason i think we need to allow the holy spirit to hover around us do we lack knowledge are we trying to fathom everything within our own understanding we need the spirit of god i love the last thing which says the fear of god we need the spirit of god so that we will have the fear of god within us many of us today are doing life just by rote just by you know what come what may i'll just keep doing it i think we need to allow the holy spirit to hover around us so that we'll have the fear of god why do we need this fear this fear is what will guard us this fear is what will keep us whole this fear is what will actually give us true freedom this fear if jesus had to walk on the earth with the fear of god in him and now that he is god we need to have the fear of god in us to walk here on this earth and i'm going to concentrate heavily on this fear of god because i believe that is what is needed today for us a lot of us are walking with this attitude you know like come what may i think his grace is there you know i can just go and ask for forgiveness but god wants us to work purposefully god wants us to walk purposefully god wants us to live purposefully and that happens only when the spirit of god is hovering around us when he hovers we will have the fear of god in us and when i looked up into the meaning of hover it said to stand somewhere but i like the second definition what it says it says especially near another person eagerly or nervously waiting for their attention the spirit of god is next to us eagerly and waiting for our attention today church wherever you're seated at wherever you're watching this or wherever you're listening you know probably you're driving or probably you just put your headphones and you're listening i'm asking would you allow the holy spirit who's eagerly waiting next to you to touch you and the first thing that i would ask that we would all allow him to come and you know do a work in us is to allow the fear of god to rest within us the fear of god shouldn't control us but should rather rest within us one of the beautiful things about the holy spirit is he rests within us and the more serious we get with the holy spirit we'll start seeing different aspects of the fear of god and even as isaiah brought that down through verses 4 5 6 i believe this week if we can allow the holy spirit to work in us we can experience this fear of god in different ways and i have three different learnings that i've taken from this chapter of isaiah chapter 11 which i would love to leave with you the first thing the fear of the lord does for us is the fear of the lord will bring us joy and delight the fear of the lord will bring us joy and delight in the nlt verse 3 it says he will delight in obeying the lord in the message it says fear of joy will be all his joy and delight you know growing up in an indian home uh with parents and now being a parent um your kids tend to have fear but fear because you know what if i do something wrong i'll get shouted at i'll get scolded at or you know what i can't upset my parents but here and i believe that's good because today disciplining has taken a whole new turn i believe we need to discipline our kids if we don't discipline our kids they just become a nuisance for others 
but the more we read into the word of god the spirit of god wants to instill this fear of god within us so that we will have all his joy and all his delight so today if you see people who are actually going through tough times believing christians who pray and who are seeking god and holding on to god you will see that they still have joy within them they still have delight within them in the midst of hardships just a couple of days back i was uh, amongst group of leaders and i met one of uh, my wife's uh, pastor friends and uh, i was just seeing the joy that he has in his face in spite of all the hardships that he's going through and i believe why he's radiant is because of the spirit of god that's within him which has given him the fear of god and so today a lot of us are lacking the joy and delight we think materialistically everything has to be in place for me to have this joy and delight no the joy and delight comes because of this person who's actually next to me every step of the way the joy and delight doesn't happen when i'm within a group of people or with my friends or with you know people i care about it also happens in the quietness of the four walls of our homes in the quietness in the mundane of that because he's eagerly still waiting next to us wanting to breathe in his joy and his delight a lot of the passages that we see today in the scriptures come from a place of having a healthy understanding of the fear of god You read in Proverbs, wisdom comes when you have fear of God. You know, life comes when you have fear of God. You see that uh, there's direction and purpose, and God is with us when we have the fear of God. As I mentioned, delight and joy. Delight means something that gives great pleasure. Joy is a feeling of great happiness, and I believe for a lot of us, these things don't come or just happen like that. joy and delight happens when the spirit of god pours it into our life because what he does is he reorients our minds to understand when we have a fear of god things that we look at will be different the problems that we look at will be different the the things that you're going through will look different we'll have an understanding that god is with us the problem that isaiah faced during his time was that the kings didn't have an understanding of the fear of god they rather had a fear of the armies they probably had a fear of all the kingdoms that were surrounding them they always had a fear that they were not equipped enough with the amount of artillery or chariots or manpower or they felt that they didn't have enough the fear of god always will bring us joy and delight to know that we have more than enough the fear of god will always come to a place which will show us that we have a god who's far bigger then anyone else we can depend on the fear of god that we will have because the holy spirit is something that we will cherish which we will nurture and which we will be willing to pass on to the next generation as it goes on as life goes on i believe one of the biggest downfalls of the old testament was the fact that people who witnessed and saw dwelt a lot on the miracles and forgot to have that fear of god with them And so today can we carry this healthy understanding of this fear of God God you love us so much and you want us to have this fear knowing that we will lay everything down at your feet knowing that we will give everything up to say that you are in control we wouldn't try working everything out 
Psalms 103 verses 8 to 12 goes on to say like this, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Can we look into this? Fear and love go hand in hand with God. When we fear God, his love is more seen. When we fear God, his love for us, the way that he would protect us, the way that he would safeguard us, the way that he will sustain us is seen immensely. Many a times we choose to see it from our worldly eyes. The worldly eyes of fear is what protect, isolate, be all, make it all about ourselves. You know what? Community doesn't make sense. I'm, uh, I'm fearful of people around. No. When you have the fear of God, you trust even the community that's around you. You know that God will work everything out for good. You know that iron will sharpen iron. It's the fear of man. It's the fear that Satan has induced in us that causes us not to have his joy and his delight. Rather, we end up having temporary joys, temporary satisfactions from things and small achievements that happen. We think we have to magnify it a lot. When it's his joy and his delight, we will be seeing things into the future. We will be intentional about passing this on to the others. The fear of God is not forced on us. The Spirit of God won't force us into having this fear. He would rather show it to us as we read the Word of God. Through wisdom and understanding, through direction that He gives, we'll understand we need to have a fear of God. It is the fear of God that protects us. It's the fear of God that sustains us. It's the fear of God that keeps us in and under His shelter. Fear of God will cause me to rest in him, knowing that he is far greater than what I'm facing. So today, whatever you're facing, if there's something that is troubling you and disturbing you both in your spirit and your mind, I would ask, can you quieten your soul and allow the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, can you please come in? Can you please work in and through my life? Can you please do this in my life so that I'll have a healthy understanding I wouldn't work my way through everything. I'll find the joy and delight that comes in trusting in you. It is the fear of God that produces the love for God. It brings us to a place of submission to whatever he has in store. Because trouble might come today, but there is a God who's there also tomorrow who's waiting to show us why this trouble came. He will turn every test of ours into a testimony. And that in itself will be like our joy and delight. We won't be able to contain it. We'll be wanting to testify of what God has done. The second thing is, the fear of the Lord will make us look past what we see and hear. You heard it right. The fear of the Lord will make us look past what we see and hear. In the message it says, He won't judge by appearances, won't decide on the basis of hearsay. Today if I have to ask for a show of hands, how many of us judge a lot by appearances? I would say probably 100% of all of us would be raising our hands. Today, how many of us decide on the basis of hearsay? We decide a lot of things. 
but the fear of god when it's within us when the holy spirit is hovering and next to us he will tell us no i've got this we've just been through the worst through the entire pandemic and you know we as humanity we judged a lot based on appearances we judged a lot based on hearsay but there is an element of faith that was needed for us to realize god is still in control and in conversations with friends and uh, you know people that we got to talk to we realized that they trusted the hearsay they trusted what they saw far more and didn't hope for things to pan out they thought that you know by hearing all this that they would have control over their future but today i want us to come to a place to say you know what i'm not going to judge by hearsay and appearances i'm going to allow the fear of god to work in my life and know the future is in his hands today if i have to ask to a generation that's you know completely reliant on social media for followers and they feel like they're influencers because uh, you know they have a couple of thousand people following them and you know they probably are doing some form of business online you'll soon realize in their talks that they value those people far more because somewhere they don't want to get cancelled somewhere they don't want to end up having a wrong comment on their products that are being sold so the fear that is within them is not the fear of god it's rather the fear of their followers and today i want us to come to a place that we cannot be governed by the fear of our followers if we are governed by the fear of our followers we will always be you know play, playing catch up we always will be playing trying to satisfy them to their whims and fancies today god wants us to have a healthy understanding of fear of god especially in this digital age that we are in so that we will look past what we see and what we hear and our trust is solely on him and it's on no one else today why are we so caught up in this place jesus you know when he was actually on this earth when he had died and resurrected and he was heading back into heaven he commanded us to do certain things and he said if you've decided to follow me if you say you want to have the fear of god in your lives and if you want to allow the holy spirit to work in and through you there are certain things you need to get used to it and so let's look into that it says here in matthew 24 verses 6 to 12 in the message these are some of the points that i've uh, uh, which i've taken and it seemed relevant at the time when jesus was talking but i feel it's highly relevant today in 2022 2000 years later this is what it says watch out for doomsday deceivers it says many leaders are going to show up with forged identities claiming i am christ the messiah if you look through history how many people have come down to say i am jesus i am doing this later you find out on a netflix documentary whatever they claimed was hoax was just to fulfill their human desire the whole desire that they have was all about themselves so we today have to guard ourselves we can't be giving our ears and our eyes to the things that are happening today with these doomsday deceivers we when reports come in of wars and rumored wars keep our heads high and don't panic this is routine history this is no sign of the end yes as much as war is happening casualties are there let's not go on to think you know what this is the end i'm going to end my life now you know i'm not going to do anything more i'm going to shut shop i'm just going to think we are all going to die this is the end 
we serve a God who's bigger than all this. There has been wars. Mankind has lasted. We've been through it. Let's hold on and hope and ask God, God, if I have the fear of God in you, what are you calling me to do today? Are you calling me to be part of a praying community so that we can pray that peace will come into that land? Are you calling me to do something far bigger? Let's not settle down and just wipe wipe our hands clean. Nation will fight nation and ruler will fight ruler over another. Famines and earthquakes will occur in various places. This is nothing compared to what is coming. So let's not get derailed in our Christian faith because of famines and of earthquakes that are going to come. They're going to throw you to the wolves and kill you. Everyone hating you because you carry my name. There's going to be a time when the God we follow for us to call ourselves as Christians will be tough. But would we still have the fear of God residing in us or would we have the fear of man taking place? Because I strongly believe the time is coming for us, church, where we will have to have a healthy understanding and allow the Holy Spirit to work in and through us with regard to the fear of God in and through our lives. Things are going to go from bad to worse. It will be dog eat dog, everyone at each other's throat, everyone hating each other. The more I see WhatsApp groups, the more I see our the, the apartments we are living in, the, the, the office room chats that we are part of. It's literally going from bad to worse. People on each other's throats. People have become highly selfish. People want things done their way for the comfort of them just for themselves. And that is not the fear of God. That is the fear of this time and age. And so today I want us to come to a place where we will say, God, I don't want that kind of a fear in me. Help me to see things clearly. Give me direction and give me purpose. I want to read verse 13 and 14 from Matthew 25 and says, Staying with it, that's what God requires. Staying with it to the end, you won't be sorry, you will be saved. All during this time, the good news, the message of the kingdom will be preached all over the world. A witness staked out in every country and then the end will come. And then the end will come. And so today, church, as much as I mentioned of all the doomsday deceivers, the earthquakes, the famines and everything. These are all what our ears will hear and our eyes will see and cause us to shift our fear from fear of God to fear of the time that we are in. But if we have the spirit of God within us, we will realize that whatever is happening around us, we will use it to preach the message of the kingdom. We will use it to tell people there is a God whom you can have hope in. There is a God who's right now, who's causing us to do something. He will move us to make sure that our hands and our feet are doing something. He will move us to actually be the person he has called us to be. In the time of Isaiah, the kings were supposed, God wanted to show off to the Assyrians at that time, had the king responded. Had the king decided to wait and do, he would have showed up. And I'm sure God would have, you know, done something marvelous. But because of the fear that gripped his heart, he moved to a solution that he thought was better. And God had to teach. The fear of God allows me to be hopeful to the price. 
And today, church, the prize is not for us to have our dream home. The prize is not for us to drive our dream car. The prize is not for us to have Uh, you know, so many X amount of money in our bank balances or our portfolios to be big. The dream is not for us to be called as, you know, entrepreneurs who've, whose net worth is this much. No. Our hopeful prize to the end is the fact that we will have eternal life in Jesus. You and I have to walk this journey with the fear of God in our life so that we'll be recipients of the eternal life that we will have in Jesus. That when we close our eyes here on this earth or if Jesus comes, we will get to see him face to face. Until then, God wants us to be mindful so that we don't shift this fear of God suddenly to the fear of our times and the fear of man and the fear of whatever is happening around and give your and give our eyes to whatever is happening. But rather it will be glued to him so that we will see through his eyes And we will be able to listen, but we'll be able to speak life into situations that God's calling us. The third thing is the fear of the Lord will help us live with justice and righteousness. How many of you think that that's a much needed thing today? You know, as Christians, as I mentioned earlier, yes, we will be people who won't be treated right because of our faith, because we know Jesus, we'll be probably, you know, made an outcast or we might not have the room to do what we can do. But let's look to God because God is a God of righteousness and justice. And when we allow the fear of God to work in and through our lives, we will be people who will be just, we will be people who will be right. We wouldn't be people who actually go out and try doing things just for our benefit. We wouldn't be, you know, working our way so that we place the right people everywhere so that they can serve us. We would rather turn to Jesus and say, God, work in and through us. Work in and through us. In the message version, it says, His words will bring everyone to all attention. A mere breath from his lips will topple the wicked. Each morning he'll put on sturdy work clothes and boots and build righteousness and faithfulness in the land. And today, church, I believe we are called to put on our work clothes on. Our work clothes so that we can go and build righteousness and faithfulness in the land that God's placed us in. It's not meant for a non-profit to do it. I believe all that will happen But even more has to happen when we as Christ followers who have the fear of God in our lives are willing to put on these sturdy work clothes and boots on. What does this look like today? You know, being right and being faithful in the land that God's placed us in. I was uh, reading an entire article of this food giant that's there in uh, the US called Chick-fil-A. And just seeing the history behind them, they started small. But one thing that they valued was on Sundays, they won't do business. And you might be thinking, Geshem, but a fast food not doing business on a Sunday is like literally not, you know, that would be the busiest day, the highest amount in terms of revenue that would come in. Yes, they were people who followed Jesus and they decided Our people who are working need to spend time with their family. And so today, on a Sunday, you won't find them open anywhere. They're based in the US. You won't find them open anywhere. And they're happy with that. And they have grown. Because they had a better understanding that because of the fear of God that was placed in them, they knew who grew the money. 
they knew who grew their business they knew who was important today it's easy to be nice and do everything that's right for the person who's above us so that our appraisals are done well so that our we have favor in their eyes so that we get the increments so that we get everything that we need but today church god's asking us would you do it to the people who are below you i'm talking to a whole bunch of team leaders a whole bunch of people who are leading teams are you being right by them are you being just by them or are you doing things that work in your favor god wants us to see what he's deposited in us when we have to put these work clothes on of righteousness and justice he first will start within us are we being right within our family are we being right within our family members our children our parents and sometimes it's hard work for a lot of us we have reasons as to why we don't have to do it but let the fear of god work in and through us it will shape us and many a times god wants to work in and through us so that we'll be able to be carriers of him wherever he places at malachi 4 was 2 goes on to say this but for you who fear my name the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings you shall go out leaping like calves from the stall and the reason why i took this verse is when we start operating out of the fear of god in being right and just the people who are beneath us the people who we are working for the people who we you know are leading will look to us and realize you know what there's something different about him because of the fear that's deposited in me because of the fear that i have for my god and i fear a name and his name is jesus the son of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings i believe the words that come out of our mouth will be like healing i believe the hands that we you know that when we touch them when we work alongside with them we will when we serve alongside with them when we give dignity when we give them you know a new profound uh, understanding of how to treat people healing will happen when we start seeing them as equals when we don't differentiate them because of the skin color when we don't differentiate them because of the economic status that they are from i believe that they will see jesus so today the bible has a lot of promises and it comes only when we have the fear of god so today you might be like geshom you talked about the spirit of god we need to have the spirit of god to actually have this fear of god work in and through us yes but today as i started off yes you might feel like you know what i've written of god in this area with regard to relationships or with regard to my relationship with my parents or with regard to my uh, faith in within me itself i've cut it off completely but would you allow hope to rise like the shoot that came out as jesus for israel he came as a true messiah he came for the entire world and today we have hope when you read the remainder of isaiah 11 you'll see that it talks about a time when jesus will come and rule and what it will look like it it goes beyond our understanding we can't be even if we try explaining i won't be able to put words to it and i believe god wants us to come to a place to be hopeful that he can do something in our lives so church can be all have this fear of god working in and through our lives every day so that we'll have his joy and delight so that we'll be able to look past what we see and hear 
and not be governed by the fear that the world throws at us that and we'll be able to live out in justice and righteousness let's put on those work clothes because we need it the world needs us to do it the world needs to see more of jesus's hands and feet they need to experience his touch and it happens only when we take that mantle and go seriously out there to showcase jesus and even today as i was putting down some notes i was the spirit of god was reminding me for those of us who've who've had nothing happen who we've cut off entirely i don't know what you've cut off probably you've been through a bad divorce that you just have cut off jesus completely probably you went through an abortion and you've just cut off jesus completely probably you've been through a bad relationship and you've cut off jesus completely probably you've been through a bad experience with someone or with some group of people and you've cut off jesus completely i want to speak to you personally today would you allow jesus to grow back into your life he'll come out he comes only by invitation and he's willing the spirit of god who i said who wants to hover around us is eagerly waiting next to us so today wherever you're at even as you're listening even as you're watching this i would ask if you would call on the name of jesus say jesus please come i need you more than ever before lord we thank you lord for this time thank you lord that even as we are seeing you lord jesus in small glimpses from the old testament lord they are so relevant today in our lives lord i pray lord for stumps that are there in our lives lord jesus which we've just cut off completely saying we, we don't see god in this we don't see god in these areas i pray lord can we see lord a glimpse of you in those areas lord that we'll be hopeful we'll have this fear of god in you lord jesus i pray lord we'll have a deep desire and a joy to hold on to you no matter what lord jesus i pray that lord we will strive towards righteousness and justice we'll put the we'll put that cloak on lord jesus and we'll strive lord jesus because you've called us to do it we thank you lord i pray that lord you will strengthen us i pray lord, for people who are longing lord jesus to see something happen i pray would you show up lord would you show up could you give them a word lord jesus move in their heart today lord jesus as hearts are opening right now lord jesus would you move in and through them into their homes right now lord into the spaces that they are in lord may your peace may your joy may your love come in lord jesus i pray that lord your peace that passeth all understanding will come down into their homes right now lord i pray every fear of man i pray every fear of abuse every fear lord jesus that's been instilled by relationships that have gone wrong by people that have turned and caused a fear that you will change it lord you will change it and i pray holy spirit you would walk in right now lord jesus i pray that lord you would govern over their lives that they will be able to have a fear and still experience the joy and the delight that you bring lord be with us and bless us in your most holy name we pray amen amen so church even as you step out i want to ask you would you step out knowing that you want to be carriers of this fear of god in your lives the holy spirit is waiting he's hovering right next to us eagerly waiting would you allow him and i believe the joy and the delight would be yours because you believe in the name of jesus that you'll be able to look past whatever has happened you'll have hope and that when we close our eyes that we'll get to spend eternity with him and let's as a community and as a church put on our work clothes and let's strive for justice 
and let's be right by the people that we are at, close and far. I pray that you have a blessed week. God bless the food and water of your home. And remember that God wants to not leave these stumps alone. He wants to work. As much as we are seeing glimpses, I believe he wants us to have a glimpse so that we'll be able to have hope that God will bring something good out of all that's happened in our life. I pray that you have a blessed week. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus finds life.